you, well, first of all, happy Tuesday. I always start off my show with happy Tuesday. You are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And, well, tonight, you know Karen always has a story, right? So, tonight, uh, I am not the most tech-savvy human in the world. And, um, therefore, um, trying to bring you guys remote guests is definitely tricky. So, um, my guest this evening is Alessandro. And, um... We are trying to get him on Facebook Live so that you guys can not only see him for those of you that listen and tune in on Facebook along with hearing him live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. So hopefully you guys can hear me well. Um, And thank you guys for tuning in for those of you that have just tuned in on Facebook Um, If you could do me a favor, I am unable to share this. So, okay, I see you, Alessandro. I'm going to get you now. Okay, where are you? You moved on me. Bring him in. Add. Yes, we want you. Where are you? Come. Adding. There you are. Or you're coming. You're adding. That didn't sound good. Okay, Jen, you hear me. All right, good. Glad to hear that. Um... We are trying to add Alessandro to here. Hi, Christine. Thank you for checking in. I can say hi now while I'm waiting. Alessandro, I hope that you have your um, device, the side-to-side, the long way, um, which is called landscape and not horizontal, right? Like we had that issue last time. So you got to make sure that you have it going side-to-side instead of up and down. Um, So... There we go. My God, you made me sweat. <laughs> I am sweating too. All right, wait. Here's how we, you got to move over a little bit to your left. And then, there you go. See that? You're so good. All right, there we go. Oh, we did it. Look at this. Modern technology. And we got two spazzes over here, right? Oh my God, I know. We, 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 uh, we did it earlier. It seemed like it was running smooth and then obviously when you go live, it yeah, I think we were. I think we did good. I think we I think we were smooth. I think that Yeah, you can get definitely I just put the microphone a little bit closer. Um so we can get maybe uh somebody can give me a sound check on MiamiMikeRadio.com. My Bill Bill Cole, you're always good on sound checks. So uh if you can check in and make sure Alessandro sounds good on the radio and I sound good on the radio, that would be awesome. Tech, 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 tech. <laughs> I, I, love those, I love those glasses. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, they're my, uh, my, uh, it's funny Pretty because my, my late husband used to call them his aunt, like, I look like his Aunt Lucy, but I didn't have these glasses. Obviously, I had different ones, but, you know, still kind of obnoxious like this. And um, so today, I unfortunately was at a funeral with the family, and his brother was like Aunt Lucy, and uh, you know it was kind of funny, but um, wow. you know I like my Aunt Lucy glasses. You got to be different, right? Believe it or not, I go places everybody likes them, and and incidentally, um, I have a code because I got these from VogueMe.com. I say VogueMe because I like the way it sounded better, but it's VogueMe.com, and if you enter um, KS 
15, you get 15% off of any glasses on the site. So, and these are actual prescription glasses. So I'm not just wearing them on TV. <laughs> uh, this is not being Hollywood. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I just, this is me being me. Oh, Christine, it sounds good. Thank you. Hi, April. Sound sounds great. Great guys. All right. Awesome. So um, he sounds good. I sound good. We're all good. Good to go. Good to go. Thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up. Good to go. Good to yeah. go. I'm exhausted from all of this tech stuff. I, I don't know about you. I, I'm, I don't even, I can't even talk anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I know. Gosh. I am sweating too, though. I was like, and when we were trying to get this whole thing together, I'm like, holy crap, where is he? I don't see him. <laughs> but we got we're, you. We're, we're we got you. We got you. Um, uh, obnoxious. No freaking way. Get out of here. Yeah. All right. Thank you, April. I love you. <laughs> Well, I want to... Right now, you're reading, you're reading live comments that uh, I'm not able to see them, right? Yeah, you should be able to. Um, I think I you should. have to swipe right or left. Wait, which way do you have to swipe? I think you have to swipe left and then the comments... I'm not touching, I'm not I touching anything. <laughs> I'll read them to you. I, yeah. I was going to say that. Do not touch anything. I'll read them to no, you. I, I can live without the comments. Yeah, that's true. In most... And that's like holds true on most things in life, right? <laughs> Hold true without the comments. We're all good. Oh boy. Hey, Bill, I see that you're on. Thank you for tuning in. Um, do a sound check for me on uh, MiamiMicRadio.com. Make sure that me and Alessandro sound clear and good, please. Um, can he see our comments too? He can, but he can't because. He's less tech savvy than I, and um, we don't want him touching anything because if we lose him so he can see the comments, we got problems. So I'll read them yeah. to him as we go. <laughs> so, I Alessandro. Can, I can see him on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you should be able to. And like I said, it's a matter of on the bottom of the screen just going to the right or going to the left. But like you said, better not to touch it. Um, yeah. So... First of all, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Um, I saw you on, I think I saw you on Facebook. And um, I saw that you had your own page. And uh, I kind of liked what you were about. And I reached out to you. And you explained to me a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you're doing. And um, I thought it would be you would be an awesome guest. So first of all, I appreciate it um, that you, you, I stressed you out today. I know, and yesterday, we did testing, testing like 79 times. Um, but, okay. but we got it, right? And yeah. and again, part of one of the things we're going to discuss today is, I guess, Android and uh, an Apple, we don't mix. So it, that becomes a little bit of a trick, right? <laughs> I just find that the as you can do so much more on the Android, um, <clears throat> you know, devices and PCs and stuff. But the Macs and the 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 Apple products are just so smooth. They're seamless. They're so user friendly. They are. 
And just for me. I mean, I, I just like to press a button and I'm like, okay, good. I'm good. <laughs> so I, uh, I appreciate it. So we're all on now. So guys, thank you so much. I see some of you tagging April. You're the best. Bill, thank you for the sound check info. Much appreciated. This is why I love Facebook Live as well. Even though I know when listening on the radio, it, it definitely has a different a, a appeal. Um, it's nice to get the feedback from you guys. So thank you so much for. Karen, this is the first time. This is the first time you've done this, right? This or particular you... doing it this way. Yes, you are my first. Yeah. So no, normally people go to your to your studio and yeah. then they do it live. Yeah. You do live Facebook, but they physically are there. They, you never, you've never done this interaction. Now you've got an edge. Yeah. Not this way. I know how. What we've, I have done phone calls, but then people are just sitting here looking at me, talking, you know, listening to the person calling. So, you know, you're not hard on the eyes. So it's not so terrible to have you share the screen with me. So, you know, thank but, you. Yeah, yeah, you're going to make me blush. Is that what you're doing? Uh, well, you, when you smile like that, your teeth just, you know, they light up the whole room here. So, yeah, I guess so. I'll, I'll try that. <laughs> so, let's tell everybody who you are. Who, tell Alessandro, tell people. I'm just a regular guy. I am, uh, gosh. All right, let me start from birth. Oh, God. All right, let's, we don't have that much time. <laughs> in a nutshell, in a nutshell. I was, I was born in Italy, uh, 1969. I'm 50 years old. I uh, grew up the majority of my life in Europe, and then I came to the state for college. I uh, lived in Mexico, and then, uh, you know, I got married um, after college for 18 years with a wonderful uh, Greek woman, had three children, uh, had been divorced now five years, okay. and, uh, and then I took some opportunities in Europe, and so I was able to travel, I've had, you know, relationships after my um, marriage um, and uh, you know I, I feel like I've lived in seven different countries and, and grew up in, in cultural differences I feel like I have a good grasp on, on, on just the different people different women and and uh, and I feel like I, I can contribute something in other words I'm at a stage in life where I just want to help anybody hmm. and I find myself many nights messaging somebody in Croatia who's uh, who's just been scammed by someone who mm. said he loved her and didn't mm. love her. I mean, mm. and, and I get caught up in this. And and, uh, and then, you know, I get rewarded by the thank yous and, and, and all that. So it's, you know, the, the gratification of helping anybody. So I got involved in this. You know, I created this Mind of a Man page in 2016. I never did anything with it. When I got back uh, to the States in June, uh, I started writing whatever I felt like writing. I, it's more ad-lib, and it's, as you can see, just like... What we're doing now, it's very open form, non-structured. It's not, you know, uh, say this, do that. We just, we're here chatting, shooting the crap. And uh, um, I decided to, to, to speak my mind and, and see what kind of feedback I get. And, and I'm getting positive feedback. And for me, it, it's working. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm listening to you. I'm just reading some of the comments. And they were saying you, you sounded a little distant on the radio but i hear it in my headphones and i hear you fine so okay. I, I think we're good i was just adjusting my mic over here you're right. good don't worry i got so this to, to finalize this long-winded introduction i uh i started a podcast as well the mind of a man it's on spotify and itunes and other seven other platforms and basically i just speak with interesting women uh about relationships uh marriages dating uh single family, whatever. 
You never accomplish anything in life unless you take a risk. Right? I mean, try. Right, right, right. And this is for me. It's more like a uh, uh, a hobby. I'm a psychology major. I've never done anything with it. I've been in business all my life. Been self-employed right out of college. So I've never. I'm not a clinical psychologist. I'm not a clinical therapist. I don't have a license in that. But you know, I've always been intrigued uh, in things of the mind and and, uh, and and listening and and you know late night talks and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess, you know, to, to, you know, me too, essentially, um, you know, my, my, my grandmother always told me that I should have been, um, you know, a therapist, um, because everybody always came to me with their problems and, um, I always listened and I, you know, it's funny because you can always give someone else better advice, right? Than yourself. Like I, you actually posted something today on Facebook that I saw, and what did it say? It said, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I said, uh, just because I'm giving advice doesn't mean I'm, I know any more or any better. I just did more stupid shit than you. No. Right. And, and, and it's the truth. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe, because you, sometimes we all do stupid shit. It's what happens after you do the stupid shit that, uh, you know, defines you. you do stupid shit, and then you do stupid shit again, and then you do the same stupid shit three times. So, you know, you may not get it on the first stupid shit time, the first time, and you might get it on your third or your fourth, but, you know, ultimately, you have to learn a lesson, I guess. That's, that's the, uh, that, that's the message. Yeah, well, you know. Um, and, and because we are talkers, you and I, and we can talk, and, you know, we can, you know, advise and this and that, it doesn't, and like I say, any clinical psychologist or any therapist, they need their own clinical psych- psychologist, they, they need their own therapist. Oh, forget about it. A hundred percent. They're all, you know, but listen, you talk to, you listen to people all day long and they'll make you crazy. You know, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, but I think that it just also takes a certain person, you know, a lot of people talk to talk. They don't (laughs) talk to listen. So, you know, it's like, like, I'm not like somebody's not like you're talking and I'm not listening to anything you're saying. I just, I'm waiting for you to finish because I have to talk now. And I think that's how so many people in the world function. Um, and if people would just take a minute and actually listen to one another, I, I say this all the time, listen, it would make a world of a difference because everybody is so busy being right that nobody realizes, you know, that they're not. So, you know. Well, I mean, when you speak, you think you're right. You're not speaking because you think you're wrong about what you're saying. That's just normal common sense you're talking thinking that you are correcting what you're saying but you're also open to uh, a different view and suggestions different angles uh, uh, the ones who are shut off and are are, are righteous in their way and, and not, not that anyone's going to change your mind because the majority of the time I don't think people change your mind but you have to be willing to listen right and that's it you have to be willing to listen so um, I just want to welcome everybody onto the show. You are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. Um, my guest this evening is Alessandro, and we are for the first time. You know, can I interrupt real quick? Yes. My daughter just sent me a text. She goes, "Sit up straight, Dad." <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> you, That's great. I was just trying to be relaxed. 
Yeah, but you know what? When you you we hear you actually, it's funny that you do that because your voice projected. We heard I heard you even you know better when you when you you know took the stance. So that's so right, funny. Right. That's what us daughters do, though. I mean, it's yeah. just what we do. How old is your daughter? She's twenty one. Twenty one. She's a, she's a, a senior at FSU. Okay. She's graduating uh, this year. Yeah. Wow. So, now, how many yeah. children do you have? I have three, two daughters. Okay. That's why I'm I'm very adamant uh, about. I feel like a uh, like a macho man uh, yet a feminist uh, in women's. I believe in women's rights. I believe in, in, in equality. I believe you know there's certain physi- physiological things that we have differences on. Right. Uh, that, that that are uh, undeniable. However, uh, I am more uh, on, on the on, on the feminist side. I think than, than the more so. Well, you know, and I, I, I discussed with them everything from sexuality, from their, when they were young. And, you know, I said, I am the most unbiased and, and I have your best interest in the advice I give you. Right. Screw the rest. Screw the, uh, right. uh, all the other little friends of yours who say this, that, and the other. Uh, listen to me. Right. <laughs> and, and for the most part, I think, unless she sends me a text now and says, no way, no. But I, uh, for the most part, they, they, I think they listen. Uh, when, when I have some, some advice, you know, when it comes to boys. I think that um, dialogue with your children is huge. And I think that you need to start that dialogue young. Um, in my opinion, I, I think, you know, again, you know, you're, you're telling, you know, you started, you know, uh, Mind of a Man. And you're really, what you're saying is, is that you are a communicator, basically. Um Absolutely. You know, it, it, I mean, another, but I'm saying that's, you are a communicator. So, you know, so much of that starts, it has to be at the core of who you are. So, like, my kid was three and, like, asked me, like, a birds and bees question and I answered him. And, and, and I was, somebody was saying this, and, like, I can't make stuff up. Like, when I say stuff, I, like, people are like, Karen, you kidding me, right? And I'm like, no, no, I really said that. And I went through the whole thing. And you know what? You have to communicate because they, they what do they say the, the biggest um uh, uh the, the biggest distance between two peoples is, is miscommunication, right? So if your kid is asking you a question, you need to answer in my opinion, this is not the uh, opinion of Miami Mike Radio, but in my opinion, you gotta answer them you gotta answer them authentically. And yes, you have to make uh, it me, I, I was so authentic that I, I have I have support that I, I will not share. However, That's what I was about to say, right? Like, you know, when you... Because it goes over their head anyways. At that age, it just goes over their head if they're 8, 9, 10. Meaning, uh, you know, they nope. just look at you and go, okay. And right. Keep, you know, That's true. Like, keep playing. Right. Yeah. They ask you, like, the, the theory of, you know, relativity, and then you're answering them, and they're like, oh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> you're like, wait a second. I'm in the middle of a sentence here. But the question was posed, so therefore you have to answer the question. And I've told this story on the show before that I, you know, my my son asked me questions, and you know, I, I had to answer him, and it was about you know sex and stuff, and 
And he's like, why do people adopt? And I'm like, well, because, you know, they have accidents. Why, how do you have an accident? And I got to go through the whole thing. You know how mommy told you, you know, you got the egg and the sperm. And, you know, but and so I had to go through the whole thing because now they need to know these answers. So, you know, as I'm saying it, I'm going like I'm putting my hands on my head. I'm like, oh, crap, this is bad. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do and you got to let them know. And, and I think that. It's a good base because if you communicate with your children, then your children are going to grow up to communicate with their friends, with their family members, and God willing, with their spouse, you know? And that's the whole problem is that I think the biggest problem, well, there's a hundred problems and we'll get to all of those, but, well, maybe not all of them today, but... Um, right. But the whole thing is, is that I think, and, and I don't know how you feel about this, but again, going back to communication, because if you do not communicate what is your, your feeling or how someone makes you feel, then how are they supposed to know? I mean, my late husband was knew me better than I knew myself, but I would do that. He was like, I'm sorry, I don't have my mind reading cap on right now. Would you like to tell me what the hell your problem is? And I'm like thinking like, what, what do you mean you don't know? You know, and so we don't realize that a lot of times we do not, um, you know, people don't know. And, and unfortunately, you have to verbalize that. Verbalize everything. I'm, I'm a proponent of that. I've always said it. Um, you know, I've learned it through the years, I guess. Um, I say you can't brush things under the rug. Uh, ultimately, it, it festers and it, it breaks toxins and, and, and just backfires. So hash it out, kill each other if you have to, yeah. but deal with it. Sleep with one eye open, mother. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's the passionate Italian uh, in, in our culture. Uh, that, you know, you kind of don't stay quiet. And, and, and that's why, you know, I, again, I was married to a Greek woman, so we had some very passionate discussions. Uh -huh. uh, but, you know, we were both verbal and we were both, uh, you know, we wanted to, to speak our mind at the moment. And, and I think that... That's the successful part. Um, okay, but you are divorced. We are, but you know, there's a million reasons. But right. I'm not going to go with my personal, but I can right. tell you that, uh, no, she's a, I love her to death, and as you can imagine, mother of my three kids, I have a good rapport. Ultimately, we had our ups and downs and, uh, with our breakup, um, but you know, uh, as you say, shit happens. I, I learned, uh, I learned as I was in it, I learned as I was getting out of it, and I'm learning now. Well, that was, that's actually something that I wanted to talk about because the truth of the matter is, is that do you feel like, I think that half the reason why the dating world is such a cesspool is that, I don't, are you learning from what, what happened? Like, or are we blaming the other person for what happened? Because I hear that a lot. I mean, I see, you know, I look at you, like if you go on Facebook, you know, you see people's, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, what's that called? Pro, what is they're, that? They're, they're, the profile, the profile world. Whatever it is that they, best, that thing the that, angle. right. So what's on your mind? And it's like, oh, uh, you know, there are no good women out there. Where are all the good women? And such a general silly statement. Right, so now you look at that, and I'm like, where are all the good women? Hello? But if you have that well, freaking... I mean, it's subject, to, it's subject to interpretation. What is a good woman? What's a True. good woman to me? May True. not be a good woman to uh, Joe True. Cole next to me. True. Uh, maybe, he, you know, uh, you know, a good woman. Gosh. Right. Maybe 
go right. But I mean, but it, it, and again, it goes both ways. So it's it's you know there are no good women out there, and then it's you know all men are you know scumbags, uh, you know or whatever. So there's always, and I'm sorry, I'm from the Bronx, so um, excuse my my words. I can't help it. I know right. you're European. You don't talk like us, but I I, I can't help myself. I apologize. It's a Bronx world. <laughs> Um, but you know, I mean, you see that a lot and, and, and that's what I mean by are people actually learning, um, from this? Because if you are, if you are divorced, right, then you should have, there's a reason why you're divorced, right? So why did you get divorced? You got divorced because you did, I mean, right again, there's a hundred reasons, right? So there's a lot of reasons. I think people get divorced in general, but the number one reason is one of the other party didn't want to hash it out and stick it out. In other words, there's a there's a brawl through it, and there's a uh, there's a ton of work that's done. I I, can, I, I compare relationships and and, uh, and marriages and, and dating as business. That's what I can relate it to. Okay. Being a business owner, businessman, you know, you you get out what you put in. Okay. So if all of a sudden you acquire this business and uh, it's not doing as well as anticipated. You just stop in the middle and say, okay, I'm going to start from scratch on a brand new business. Uh, or do you invest everything, hmm. you know, borrow more money, put an investment in it, learn, hire people that are better than you. I mean, you do whatever it takes. Hmm. And I think when marriages come short and when the relationships fall short is because not everything was done. Uh, at least from one party or the other. Now, you can argue about, you, I did this and you did that. No, right. No, bottom line is somebody didn't pull their weight at one point uh, congruently and and, uh, and it just fell apart. But it's like a business. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's a great analogy. I never actually looked at it that way. Uh, I just, um, I, you know, I was raised, the way I was raised, my, my parents, um, you know, were a, a force. And uh, they had a business together, you know, they worked together. They, they really, um, you know, they were together 24 seven. I mean, they were a team, whether they wanted to kill each other or not, they were a team. And, you know, my mother was like, I don't believe in divorce. And, you know, I kind of, you know, I feel the same way. Um, you know, I, I don't believe in divorce. You don't give up, you know, if you have to, like you said, hash it out. But unfortunately, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I was just about it's to say, unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way because it's just like the analogy that you just made was so perfect with the business. Because you know what? You can go into a business, you can put everything you have into it, you can have a, have success with it, but then what? Like maybe the economy goes down the supply and demand goes down, you know, whatever it might be. And unfortunately at that point, it had nothing to do with your failure. It just had to do with the climate and it just wasn't working. So I do totally understand and I don't think anyone should live their life miserably. I know better than right. anybody how short now, life is. Kids don't deserve, I mean, look, you, we can go into detail about, you know, you stick it out, you stick it out, but if it's unhealthy, if it's right. abusive, it's, and if it's to the point where the kids are saying, why aren't you divorcing? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's really, 
or or if you don't or if you don't really love it like you know look when you're in a marriage I don't care whether you're in the best marriage ever you fall in and out of love you keep falling back in love with that person right because the truth but you have to try at it right that's true it doesn't just happen naturally that all of a sudden you fall in love you've got to work at it yeah again like a business you work at it yeah you have your date nights you yeah you you do this uh, and you take little trips romantic getaways yep. you surprise her i can write you a book on this uh unfortunately you know uh i wasn't the exemplary uh husband either and so you know i fell short in many ways and uh nothing my kids don't know uh, and and uh you know i had my share but ultimately you know i i tried to you know i try to i try to i, I try to learn from why I was doing what I was doing based on culture, based on the way uh, uh, us men were raised, uh, multiple things. But the key is be self-analytical. Think about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. When you make mistakes, just look at it and go, well, why on earth did I do that? And, and what was the collateral damage that unconsciously I have caused? You know, because it's a lot graver than anybody can ever imagine. The collateral damage are your children. Collateral damage are the people that your in-laws. Your collateral damage are uh, anybody else who's involved that has uh, uh, has a uh, uh, a hand in your life. Your parents, you know, everybody. Uh, but you don't think of certain things like that sometimes, and and you, and you do impulsive uh, stuff and, uh, and without thinking. And it's nothing to do with if you're smart, if you're not smart. It's to do with um, accountability. Accountability. Yeah. It's accountability. We said it simultaneously. Did you? I thought. You know what? I wasn't. Accountability, accountability, same thing. Yeah. yeah. I believe that. And I mean, I, I raised my kid that way. I, you know, accountability. You, you know, if you're not accountable for your actions, then where, like, where do you go from there? You know, you must be accountable. And who's going to hold you accountable? Uh, your, your partner, <laughs> for sure. And hopefully you. <laughs> Hopefully you, yeah. right? Because like if you, like right. you just said, damn, like I, I messed up or whatever. Like you have to hold yourself accountable like shit. Like I'll say to myself like, you know, I, a funny story. You know, I, I'm a hairdresser as well. And so I, I had um, a client of mine that um, is a, a homosexual, right? I have to be politically correct right now. And um, I was telling him that, you know, my, my husband was texting me like, like sexting nasty texts right and I'm home and my son is killing me he's like I don't know a year old or whatever I had my son later in life I wasn't sleeping I wasn't anything I mean forget about it and I'm like changing dirty diapers and he's texting me all this stuff he wants to do to me because he's at work and he got to take a nap during his lunch hour and text and me Right, so he wakes up with a freaking boner and he's texting me. And I text him back and I'm like, that's great. I'm sitting here in shit right now. And my, my client was like, oh no, honey, you cannot respond like that. You don't do that, honey. You answer him the right way. And I'm, me, anybody that knows me, I am real talk. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I got shit all over me right now and you got wood. And you know, and this is what your tech. My, my nipples are, are rotten. No, I didn't breastfeed, so that didn't that wasn't the case. But yeah, I mean, 
it's just funny because you know and and that's so that's so now i know i was kind of like when he, i said all right i guess that's bad i shouldn't do that okay so i was trying to be mindful not to do that to him you know again um but you know so that like you do have to be mindful and realize it like i realized it i was like yeah, okay that was probably a little messed up i probably shouldn't have done that but you know you can't help it sometimes but we i don't care who you are and how much you love your spouse kids are the biggest uh, killer of sex uh, and libido, <laughs> you name it. They are, I don't care who you are. Yep. And it's, uh, this is undeniable fact. Yes. Uh, they, they can destroy sexuality for years. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the spontaneity of it. When yes. You, have to, you know, you got to sneak and, and, and organize while, while it's a commercial to go to a closet with your wife <laughs> and, and get a quickie in, you know. <laughs> Kids cover your ears, but you, you know, you're old enough to understand this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, it, and it's true. And you know what? It is very true. And it's not easy. And I always say this, you know, like you said, you learn, right? So, I mean, I'm not having another child. So, I mean, lesson learned, but I, you know, I'm not going to relive that again. But, you know, you do have to think about those things because you do have to make that time. And the funny thing about it is this, right? Most of us have a career. So like, you know, I'm a hairdresser. I have to be nice to people. Well, you know, when I was working in the salons, I have to be nice to people all day long. I have to cater to them all day and I have to be nice to them and I have to talk all day and you have to be up and so you have to. So your family gets the brunt of you when you come home. Not the brunt. They get nothing because now I'm like, I, I don't want to like, I'm done. I'm, I don't want to talk anymore. Like I just want quiet. No one move, no one whatever. So what happens is, is that instead of coming home and, you know, wanting to share your day and wanting to, you know, do all that. You're just like, please, dear Lord, just give me 10 minutes without somebody speaking to me, you know? And so we take that for granted, right? Because we know that they're there. And if you have a good relationship, you probably... Okay, isn't that how cool that you could come home and just say that? I need 30 minutes yeah. by myself to go for a walk, whatever you need to do to wind down and meditate. I don't care what it is. Right. But to communicate and say, I don't want to hear anything. Right. Just give me time to... to, to to, um, transfer from my work mode to my home mode and, and I need 30 minutes or an hour or whatever that is, right. which is reasonable. Right, and hopefully your 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 partner is tuned in to you that that's possible, but adding back into the mix what we were just talking about, how you said children can take away all of that, um, you know, when there is no time out with the kids. They suck it out of you. And it, that's it. There's no time out. There's no nothing. And so you got to just do it. And you're tired. You know, I remember like, oh, we're going to go out. And, and like my mother-in-law would watch my son. But if we got home at 3 o'clock in the morning, banged up, my kid was awake at 5. My husband wasn't waking up with him because once he fell asleep, the world could crash down. And he wasn't, he didn't hear nothing. So who's up? Me. So who the hell wants to freaking, I don't want to go out and, and have to be up in, in two hours. I, you know, I, I can't do it. I'm exhausted, you know? So it is. Kids definitely take oh, take the life out of you, but. Especially when you're having three. Forget I can imagine. I, I can't imagine because I had three of them yesterday because I had 
my my adopted son, I call him, my son's best friend, and then another one of his best friends, and we all went to the park yesterday, and I'm like a helicopter mom. Like, I gotta know where, my son knows, you better be near me, I wanna know where you are, and these two are off over there. I was like, oh, hell no. Like, you need to be over here. I can't be here, there. Uh -uh. I need to know you're safe and you're okay. And I said, oh my God, how do they do this with three kids? I would be like shooting myself in the head because one goes this way, one goes that way, and the other one goes that way. Yeah. I, it's not easy. No. I, when, I, when I, I owned a nightclub at the time when my kids were newborns practically. Okay. And so I come home at five in the morning. Okay. Uh, and then as I slowly walk up the stairs because they were cracking the stairs, these are older homes yeah. in northern Virginia at the time. And, you know, and I was terrified to wake up uh, one of the kids. And then I'd see my ex come out with a baby. And it's like, now it's your turn. Yep. Yeah. Here you <laughs> go. I'm going to go home and just go crash. And uh, then it was my turn. And she needed her, you know, every two hours breastfeeding. Every, you know, that, it, it's killer. We all know that. People go through it. Yes, absolutely. It definitely uh, takes its toll. But you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And my guest tonight is Alessandro. And we are talking about he uh, has cultivated, um, you know, mind of a man. And um, we're going to find out more about that now. Um, so we can... And I wanted to distinguish one thing that's very important. When I do one-on-one sessions, they're not, it's not a, a therapist or counselor that, you know, that, and I know the, the strategies that they use and where they buy, they tiptoe around certain subjects and, and, and they make you come to a certain conclusion on your own and they should never push you or say something. Unfortunately, because what I do is unorthodox and I am not a licensed person, I call it as I see it, like you, real talk. Right. So if, if, if. Somebody wants to know what should I do. I, I'll blatantly say, leave this jerk off, you know, <laughs> uh, or or give it a try. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? Uh, and uh, it, it's just more real, I think. Uh, and you know, and <laughs> you don't need sessions for six months to a year. You get two sessions with me. You got to the bottom of it and you figured it out. At least the way that a man thinks. And and why I try to help them is because a lot of times, because of the communication factor, women a lot of times just don't understand why he's not getting it yeah. why is he not understanding what i'm saying so because he has a penis it's almost like a, almost like a role <laughs> play I'll, I'll i'll listen to what they're saying and and i will absorb it and say you know i would i would interpret it like this and uh and so that they can better understand how how they're viewing it instead of just like why why the fuck can this guy just get it? you know right we don't get things we need to be told things exactly Unfortunately, that's just the way we're wired. We're a little different. Yeah, and I, so that's a good, you know, that's a good thing to say because you know what? For there, are, you know, I, I know I have ladies. Are you in? I know we have people on Facebook right now that are following us, and thank you guys so much for staying with us during our discussion this evening. And I appreciate if you guys share the video so more people can get involved. I am able to see the comments, so um, I, I can try to chime in with that. But ladies, I mean, thumbs up if like, is it, is it difficult like dealing with men? Like, you know, the same, but you know what? It goes both ways. Men will tell you 
that they'll never understand a woman for like their entire life, right? So we, I, I did a show with men are from Mars, women are from Venus or whatever. It's reversed, I don't know. And one of, one of the, the, the guys brought the book with him or whatever. And, you know, it's just you guys think like left and we think right. So now I feel like, you know, God is up there and he has like a little puppet string and he's like, let's watch this. Okay, we're going to make this puppet go this way and that's going to make the other puppet want to go the other way. And now let's see if they can play together, you know, nice in the sand paw. It, it, well, it's like a the joke. The fundamental thing is caring. I mean, if you don't care, then, then you don't want to put in the effort, period. Uh, when you care, you're willing to do whatever it takes right. uh, to make it work. And, and whatever it takes means agreeing to disagree. And, and that's a huge thing. Uh, I, you know, a lot of times I just don't get what you're saying, and there's nothing on earth or that can come out of your mouth that will convince me otherwise. Right. However, because I love you and because I want to stay with you and I want us to be together, I'm going to agree to disagree and not necessarily rehash it every time to, to hope that that uh, it's going to change your mind or you're going to change my mind. Let it be. Certain things are just supposed to be left alone. Hmm. Certain things are supposed to be uh, dealt with. Once you, you've dealt with them, and I wrote in a, a blog on this because I was a huge adamant. I'm an adamant uh, of, of certain things are just left, left alone. Yeah. Meaning, <laughs> once you've dealt with them and you realize that no one's budging and, and, and you're going like this, you can't rehash it two years later and, yeah. and then expect think it's going to be a different outcome. going to concede a little bit. Right. The chances are you're still going to be head to head. However, you're arguing about the same shit. Right. For nothing. Right. So let's just put that under. We're not going to agree. Let's move on. Right. But I and I think, I mean, I said that actually last week I, I had um, a naturopath uh, on my show at, at a masseuse. And, and I said, this might be a little bit of a controversial type of thing. We can all agree to disagree, but, you know, we must respect one another. So that's always my feeling. I, you know what, just respect. If I feel... You get, sometimes you get that person that is so adamant, adamant that they want you change your mind that they cannot let that go and that for me drives me crazy it's a it's a deal breaker right right now. right I well mean, how do you get over that some because some people just got a harp you know there are a lot of people in life that harp right they they enjoy drama they enjoy conflict um you know there are you know women that are just like they are they're bitches and you know and they just keep breaking balls and breaking balls no matter what now i happen to be the yeah. my, somebody might find this shocking i am a ball breaker but now you ball breakers out there you know who you are yes you do and i i hello you can join my crew so i am i know that i'm a ball breaker and my father will say to me like you know like i'll like my son he's like karen stop busting his balls already like enough and i'm like no it's not enough he i'm gonna he i gotta get my point across he's still breathing he's still breathing he, I Exactly. But, you know, you do have to pick and choose your battles. And I get that, you know, you can't harp so much. But I do think, like, and this was something that I, I wanted to bring up now that we're talking about this. You know, it, it, it's it's funny how, like, so growing up, I, I have a, a brother, right? And he was like the cat's meow. And every woman was, like, in love with him, he slept with everybody. He slept with this one's friend. I mean, he played it from, and if anybody's listening right now, I'm sorry that you, you know, if you didn't know this, but like 
I would listen to him on the phone and he'd have one of the girls at our house and be on the phone with the other girl and be like, oh baby, I'm so sorry that, you know, you can't be here today, but you know, ba ba ba. And I'm like, how does this fucking guy do it? And he would do it over how old was he? every day. He, uh, I mean, he was from teenager to probably now. I mean, he just knew how to work people. But the funny thing was, was that he was the guy, though, that like he had that one girlfriend that was a total bitch. She made him chase her like forget about it. And he was all over her. Now, he was fucking everybody else, but that was his girl. And he was all over her. And she was a bitch. So now, I... Mean, I is that a good thing, you think? I don't... Sometimes you think uh, a bitch, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm... I'm not, hold on a second. I'm the woman. I'm asking you, the mind of a man. I'm wondering, because you know what? I was a bitch when I was younger. When I met my husband, I was a total bitch. That man loved me with his last dying breath, and I am very blessed. But now, he was telling me later on in life, Karen, you're too nice. And I'm like, wait a second. All this time, you told me I was a bitch, and now you're telling me I'm too nice. I'm very confused right now. So, what do men want? Do you want us to be a bitch? Do you want us to be nice? What do you want? I can't imagine any man
single six to eight months, and and it really has helped me in in uh, just reflect on 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 everything, on my relationships and what I've done and and how I do them. And of course, you know, I have this impulse to jump in one, and then I back up a little bit and go, okay, oh, we're falling back into our little vices here. Let's just back up a little bit. Let's just take a deep breath and, and catch catch ourselves. Really think this through. Uh, we're not some little. I'm not a little uh, doggy anymore that needs to release that. And then obviously there's people involved, feelings involved, and there's a lot of explanations to, uh, to do. So this is how I think healthy for everybody. Because my mother always said, "You could never be alone. You could never be alone." I'm like, "No, I choose to be with someone because I prefer, not because I have to, but I always prefer to have a companion, someone that I can watch my sunsets with." rather than being alone. Yeah. And everyone who knows me knows that. I mean, yeah. can I do it alone? Of course, I did it. Yeah. The last, I was in Europe, and, and, and for the majority of the time, I was alone. And so, uh, so, it's a choice. But right now, it's my choice to be single. And everyone is like, well, what do you mean you're single? I mean, really? You know, like, yeah, really. Uh, and uh, I'm just catching my breath right now. You know, it's not going to last forever. But it, it's, and it helps me to write. It helps me to think better, uh, to articulate. I'm not influenced by anybody right now. I'm not scared that my girlfriend's on the phone uh, listening to me right now. Is, and, and when I get home, I'm going to get interviewed and, and uh, waterboarded because I said certain things. You know? Right. But you I, know what? I'm going to interrupt you because you and I had... I know. A, You're right. And you said it to me. And I say it. Go you ahead. and I had a conversation about that. And you know what? No one, you shouldn't hear that because you're not saying anything wrong, okay? You, and even if you were, you know, that's the whole thing is that when you're with the right person, they don't ever misconstrue things like that. And if they do, it's like, oh, I heard you today. Oh, okay. So you think I'm blah, 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 blah. And you break, you know, you break stones about it. You laugh about it. But if you're with the right person, you never say the wrong thing. I mean, of course you do, but they know who you are. So if you're saying something and I know that you're madly in love with me, I really don't care what you're saying because I don't right. look at it that way because I'm secure enough in myself and in our relationship that that doesn't bother me. So, you know, until you, and I Let said... speak our mind, and, but it goes both ways, exactly. Totally. I, I know I've done it in the past. I'm like, oh, really? Right. And you know what? And now I'm going to stop you again. He doesn't get to fuck you unless you let him. So you guys need to get a grip oh, on that. Wait, stop right there. <laughs> Our fear is this. I don't want him to think that he even has one chance that he could even get Insecurity. 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 Take it back. I know. No. I know. Insecurity. Listen. And you know what? It took a lot of years. First of all, everybody gets their own impression of things, right? Now, I am a very outgoing person. One might even say I'm flirtatious. But anybody that knows me knows I am not like that. There is, we have an entire crew of people that I have gone out and been around for the past 
years of my life and no one can, you know, talk about my personal business. And that's my, just because that's me. Everybody does what they do and they can do what they're comfortable with. I do what I'm comfortable with, what I can sleep at night with. So <clears throat> it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. So if you and me are in a relationship together and you don't know that about me, then you're the one that has the problem. <clears throat> because you're the one that's insecure. Because unless... I have to accept you the way you are with your mannerism, with your character, uh, traits, with everything. And not question them. Unless, unless I'm disrespectful. Now, if you just said, I don't want the man thinking for one second, blah, 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 blah. They could think whatever they want to think. If you know that we're together, I could be smiling at this one. Hi, baby. Hi, this, hi, that. Nobody touches me. Nobody ever gets my phone number. Nobody's ever going home with me. So there's no reason for you as a man, Mr. Mind of a Man, for you to feel that way. Let He's going to think what he's going to think regardless. It's up to us to shut him down. So if he's going to think that, he knows damn well that he's never going to sleep with me. So he could think all he wants to think while I'm in the corner having you up against the wall. So you know what? You know what? I, I never understood one thing. And I, I do now, because I've had so many connections uh, with so many different women, you know, around the world. And just connections that, you know, you could sit next to uh, in a restaurant and talk to uh, a mother uh, mm -hmm. anybody. Uh -huh. mother, and just have a real incredible connection. I think when, when I was in a relationship, married, with a girlfriend, uh, I viewed that as a, I think, as a threat. It's like, oh, well, why is she connecting with this person? In other words, I, I viewed connections with, with a threat into my relationship. And that's where I went completely wrong because now I see the beauty in the connections and the harmlessness in the connections. Right. And the connection doesn't equate sex. Connection just means that's right. you feel their soul. And it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful connection and, and it feels good and, and it has to go nowhere and it doesn't have to be maintained forever. And it's just a connection that could just, it could be there and it slowly fizzles. It goes, I mean, you know, we, we can't maintain every connection we have in the world or else we'd be on the phone nonstop. And sadly, in this day and age, in this climate of dating, there's sex and no connection. So you go from this end to the other end, and well, it's. And believe me, the women, the women are the aggressors. I'm, I'm noticing this. Hmm. Being a single man at fifty, women are the aggressors, uh, and they are pretty much straight to the point. Hey, you know. All right, so here we go. I'm now. You know, I gotta come back at this one, right? So yeah. you are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. We are tuned in on Facebook Live in my Real Talk with Karen Stacy group. I have my guest, Alessandro, that is uh, Mind of the Man, and we are getting down and dirty right now, talking about men, women, the way we think, the way they think, um, and relationships, and, and so forth. Um, and you, Alessandro, before we just were speaking, said that women have become the aggressor. So... I have always had a strong personality uh, my whole life, and I thought nothing of initiating, you know, a conversation or whatever. I'm not one 
I, I'm not a, a, a sexually initiative person. Like, that's not really my style. I kind of feel like that's more like, you know, the man is supposed to do that. And again, that's just my old school mentality. Again, it's culturally based. Culturally based. It's, it's just... background. It's how you raised. Everything. Right. So, I mean, that's just... But I'm just saying, I've always been that way. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with a woman going after what she wants. But there has to be that, um, that happy medium. Because now... They have, I feel, and I've had this discussion and anybody that follows my show will be like, oh God, here she goes again. But, you know, I feel that the lines have become blurred because, um, you know, the masculine and the feminine have kind of blurred because a lot of men at this point are not stepping up in the same way that they used to. And women are now stepping up and taking... Give me an example of stepping up. Taking women are taking the role. So in other words, you know, so many like men don't want, let's say, a relationship. Right. So or they won't do something. So even something as simple as going out on a date. Oh, I, I'm not you know, I'm not good at that. You, you you do it. You pick the place. You do whatever. So now the, the woman steps in and takes the role of the man. Um, you know, I, I was in, in places before, like when we were at a beach club and there were all married people and my husband would, you know, do all the construction stuff and he was the only man there. All of the other people there were women because the husbands weren't coming and doing it. So the women came and did it. So that's what I mean by stepping up is that the men are not doing quote unquote old school, whatever you want to call it. They're not doing their job. And women being the stronger species have stepped up and said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. And they get up there and they got the hammer. When I, when I need some, I want to get some. That's it. So you know what? At this point, and I don't know about, I don't, you know, I don't know about the married stuff and the sex outside. I don't know about that, but I'm just speaking from what I see at this point is that what, ha and then on the converse side of that, you know, men also don't know where they fit in because women have become so strong now that they don't want a man to do something for them. So now, like I had somebody on my show and he said, you know, I held the door for a woman and she was like, I don't need you to hold the door. And he was wow. like, well, I'm going to hold the door for you. So now, on the, so on the other aspect, right, now you say, well, you poor guys. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. You hold the door open for a woman. The woman is resentful that you're holding the door open because she can hold the door open herself. Then if you don't hold the door open, now you're a scumbag because you didn't open the door. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you got to find, I, I think the issue at this point is finding like-minded people. So... You have to find somebody that, like, I like the door being... I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying that the woman, uh, when I said a woman is the aggressor... I didn't say it was a bad thing bad either. Thing. It depends on the man uh, and what he likes. Right. Uh, but I can tell you one thing. It, it isn't like it used to be where where the woman would just be the, the shy little girl. Uh, I mean, it's also because it's age-related. You know, I'm also... You know, not 15, I'm not 20, I'm, I'm 50. Right. And at 50, you know, you, uh, women are, are generally my same age, and they also know what they want. Right. Uh, and as they should, <laughs> you know. Uh, but it's just, it's just interesting, uh, and that's how it is. 
it's very blatant and it's very straightforward and it's to the point and, and like wow so I don't know I'm not sure you know if it's good or bad uh, but I guess every circumstance is different I don't know well don't my know. my feeling is is that you know in, in at this point you know in our generation let's say right we're all in you know within that age range everyone in this world that we're in should already be established as humans right maybe they have a career maybe they have a family um you know or whatever so they're established so i don't need you i have up my home i pay my own bills and we all have batteries so don't you think that's better in the sense that a hundred percent me isn't it 100% because you're together at will, not Correct. by necessity. Correct. It's Want, true. not if need. If you have your own money and I have my own money. Correct. Yes, me as a man, I've always wanted to, to be the provider. And, you know, and my, my, my wife at the time, even though she had odd jobs, but she was primarily the, 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 the um, stayed at home uh-huh. and raising three children. And that was hard. I mean, she would have loved to go to work. And, and you know, because, you know, you have... Uh, adult interaction right and you're out there and about you're not you know you're, you're not, not stuck in shitty diapers <laughs> yeah, exactly right and so but then uh you know it's then it gets to the point where uh, if you both bring into the table you are equally in a relationship where no one needs the other in other words oh my god what happens if we break up and, and, and you're homeless or i'm homeless you know fuck that you know You've got to bring your own weight. You got to, right. again, like a business. You're not going to bring in a partner in a, in a company as a shareholder if he's got nothing to offer. Right. You can't. It right. makes no sense. Why would you split the profits with someone who's not bringing in shit? Right. And so, as a man, if you're not up to your par, then right. step back, wait a second, regroup, get, you know, get to a higher level where you need to be to be able to contribute and, and to be able to attract a woman at the same level. And like I always say, you know, sometimes you, when you, you, you back off a little bit, uh, regroup and, and better yourself, you will attract people of, of the same caliber. When you're shitty and down and out, you're going to, you know, law of attraction, you, you yeah. know, what, what on earth can you possibly contribute? Law of attraction. Big deal. Yeah. Anybody can do that. Right. Well, <laughs> that's my point is that, but that's what seems to happen at this point is that so many people you know, you talked about earlier, you said about, you know, connection. You know, so many people are lacking that intimacy, if you will, that connection. And to be honest with you, by not giving into that connection, that intimacy, you are able to not go all in. You know, you're not committed at that point because of the fact that, like, you know what? You're not all in because you know what? I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to go through that again. I, you know, I, I don't want to depend on somebody and then they break my heart. You know what? It's just easier like this. And so many people have lived their, lived their life that way now. And, you know, I mean, I'm falling into that pattern even myself because, you know, when I became a widow, I, you know, they, they said to me, you know, that, that, that you're going to be the one that's going to find a relationship the fastest and I was like I don't get that and so they said well you knew what a good relationship was so you're gonna go towards that again because you know what good is as opposed to somebody else who was in a bad relationship and you know was gunshot you know the feeling you know the feeling of of, of being in 
relationship. Right, but survival so of the... But but now, uh, five years later, survival of the fittest has uh, robbed me of some of that sometimes because, you know... You're not settling for less? Um, um, I don't know what I am. I No, I mean, I, I yes, I wouldn't settle for less, but at the same token, in essence, I've become just as detached to a certain degree as, you know, the people I'm speaking of, you know, because... It, you know, it's easier. It's easier to be detached than it is to become attached to someone, especially when no one wants to be attached. So I can attach myself very quickly to somebody. I mean, that's not true. It takes me a long time, but when I'm in, I'm all in. But I will not, I will be doing, you know, the tippy toe back and forth because I'm not going to give you all of what I have and then you're going to, you're going to pull back on me or you're going to use it to, against me, so to speak, right? Because trust is a huge thing. Wow, man. I'm already sweating there, Karen. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you know, unfortunately, this is what kills. We overanalyze. We over speculate. We over anticipate. We, and then all of a sudden it's like... It's exhausting. Yeah. So how about let's just enjoy today. Yep. And uh, let, let me go to the movies, have a nice dinner, maybe even make love. And then tomorrow, uh, it's just another day. And the next day, if we enjoy each other's company uh, on, on the same compatible level, and it, it proceeds. But I, I know then someone takes the lead and someone just wants a little more. And the other one's like, hold this second. Well, I didn't sign up for this. Well, we never discussed it. Exactly. Uh, and so, and Back to communication. And so, <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's my, that's my point. That's and then they put it's complicated on Facebook. Right. That's true. Which I never thank you for clarifying. I was like, what the hell is what's so complicated? But no, I mean, and that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, like I... I see from all angles is, is what I'm trying to say, you know, and I have people that talk to me from all angles as well. So I, I see things, I put myself into, I check myself, I keep myself accountable. I say to myself, oh, you know what, you really like, you know, and I try to say that, but, and, and you're right, you should just let the moment be, right? I mean, I was at a funeral today. I mean, every day is a gift. And I try not to harp on things. And what I try to do is be me. And I think what's funny is, is that when you're in this dog eat dog world, sometimes you can't be you because people will take advantage of. No, you're going to get bitten. You're going to get bitten. And someone's going to take a chunk. Yeah. Uh, but just, and I understand you have to fend for yourself in certain situations. But the easiest way of being being as close to you as humanly possible. It's worked for me. Now, of course, this is very general and it can't work for everybody, but if you don't like who you are, right. then figure figure your shit out. Agreed. Uh, because there's no way on earth no one's going to like you. You can't sell a product you don't believe in. <laughs> right. You know, you, you know, if you're a salesperson, you got to sell what you believe. And right. That's, that's the most successful salesman. Right. Now, if, you, if, you're, if you want to sell a piece of shit, I mean, how are you going to do that? You know, it just, uh, and, and, and it goes, that's, that's, it's worked for me and it has and it hasn't, but I mean, I don't give a shit, let the chips fall where they may. Right. I am just a me and, you know, I've been accused of being a chameleon, uh, and as though it's, I think that's it's the best. Like a, it's always, it, it, it's as though it's a negative term. I don't oh think so. God, a chameleon. Screw you. Because I get along with the dishwashers and because I get Adapting along with the Adapting is the best thing. Nope. I'm just. Yeah, a 
respectful. I just like humans. You're respectful. Human beings, I don't give a shit their socioeconomic level. I don't give a shit about how much money they have. I I give a shit about whether their intentions are benevolent or malicious. They're malicious. Fuck off. I'm moving on. I'm right. not talking to you. You know. Um, and that's pretty much how it is. Cut and dry with me. Uh, I feel things and I feel people and and um, you know I'm just intuitive and and you know, my daughters are saying the same thing. You know they feel the same thing. They have the same intuition. Uh, my son too. Uh, we feel things. You know you you've got to be in tune because when you are in tune, I think you can make better decisions on any, on anything, on relationships, on whether to to move forward. Whether to retreat. Now, has it always worked for me? Hell no. <laughs> I've had a lot of failed businesses. I've had a lot of failed relationships. I mean, but I mean, at the end of the day, all I can do is is me and the best version of me, and keep trying to you know get better in, in, in every aspect. But short of that, I don't want to be anything else. Yeah. Well, we talk a lot on the show about doing the work. You know, um, is that you know you can't. You can't come out damaged, you know, um, because someone else cannot fix you. You have to fix yourself. Oh and if, God, yeah. if you were in a bad relationship and you are divorced and your wife cheated on you um, or your husband, you know, fucked your best friend, you know, you right. need to deal with that because the next person should not have to pay for the, the last person's sins. Right. I so, I mean, I talked about how, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I've said this on the show before as well, you know, like, you know, uh, you meet somebody and you have a phone conversation with them. And I think it went like an hour and they just talked about their ex the entire time. And I was like, I'll never get that hour of my life back. You know, I mean, I listen at some point in time, I would like to know about your ex because I want to know why they're your ex and, 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 you know, a little bit about your, your past, if you will, um, just for your pathology, but not because I want to hear every intricate detail of what the hell happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to know that, especially if this is our first conversation, that's like, you know, maybe, oh, so some people, some people enjoy and they like to use you as a sounding board. Right. That's it. In other words, they don't give a shit uh, about you personally and about your life. And so I say that's that's a monologue. It's not a dialogue. True. It, the pleasure in speaking to someone in a connection only arises when you have a dialogue. When, you, when it's a monologue, fucking speak to the wall. Right. Or the mirror. And then do yourself a favor and leave me out of it. Right. Because uh, after a while, I, I can only hear so much. Right. <laughs> right. And my attention span starts wandering off. Charlie Brown, walk, 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 walk. Women love the vent, and we have that tendency to fix because we immediately, okay, well, what, what's the problem? Okay, well, why don't you just do this? And, right. And that's where we go wrong. We need to shut the fuck up, <laughs> listen, and be quiet and not fix unless she says, what should I do? That's very if she true. say those magical words, what should I do? We need to stay quiet and just say, yes, honey. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And on the flip of that, women are very much the nurturer. So, you know, I'm like, the minute, like you said in the beginning of the show, I love talking to people. Sometimes I'm talking to somebody in the Ukraine, I'm talking to somebody wherever, and they're telling me about, you know, whatever issues they were having, and I help them, and this, that, and the other. You know, that's a nurturing person, right? So women, normally by nature, are nurturing. So sure. my first response to anybody is okay how do i fix this how do i help them how do i fix this 
That's it. Right away, I hear that. You start telling me something, I'm going to be like, all right, how can we fix this? I mean, even just the the, the, the tech stuff we were trying to, I'm like, all right, how do we fix this? Let's. I got to figure this out. Like, what are we going to do here? And that's how we function, you know? So most men, I understand that you guys... Correct. Correct. No, I understand, but I'm just saying that on our end, it's a lot. Like for me, the minute I hear somebody saying stuff, now I say to myself, you know what, Karen, you don't need this. You don't need to fix nobody. If he's in that situation, it's all you could do to take care of yourself and your boy. Get away from that. That's not where you want to be. But like my, my heart is like, but maybe there's something I can say. Maybe there's something I can do that will help him, you know? And and then you put yourself in a situation. And the, and the truth of the matter is, is like what you just said, they don't want the help. No, no, no I, I've learned this. I really, I mean it. Um, I'm trying. Straightforward. You're right. Your advice on this. You're right. Be quiet and listen and let them vent. And that's when, you know, I'm, I'm saying, so there are circumstances you let them vent. Yes. No, you're 100 percent right. And they feel better. Then they're almost like it's an orgasm. Oh God, I'm done. Exactly. I had to say, uh, now let's have a cocktail and have a glass of wine. And now, how was your day, honey? Right. (laughs) No, and it's true. And I, I have tried to like, because as you can tell, like I go right out. So when people say certain things to me, I have to check myself and and go like, okay, they're not asking you your opinion, so shut your mouth and don't say anything. And then I'm like, like, I'm like twitching because I gotta like open up my mouth and say something and it kills me. But, uh, you know, you're right. We all have our character traits, our our spontaneous way of being. The key is to be, again, uh, analytical, self-analytical, you know, you know, I have some, some friends who just talk too much. I have some friends who talk too little. I have, you know, but, uh, you know, but they're still my friends. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, I always and, say, uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You know, that's my, well, my saying. Well, wasn't that a rap back yes. in our day? Yes. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I always, MC, yeah, I think so. I say that all the time because it's very true. And, you know, you do have to check yourself. And again, goes back to what we were saying, right? Accountability. So, you know, it's definitely, I mean, I feel like there is, I don't know how, how, what your thoughts are, but you know, I mean, respect, common respect, um, I feel is like a little bit out the window and even just appreciating like you, I, I think if you had to pick one thing that women are mostly, uh, ambiguous about what us men do. Uh, and and just like, like why the fuck do men do this? Well, what would you think that is? Well, what would it be hmm. in your in your head? You know why are these guys? Why are they not? You know why are they not listening? Why are they? Uh, not I would following. following why are they not calling back? Would you stop taking the words out of my mouth? That's exactly what I was gonna say. Following through. That's what I I feel, and that's the reason why. That's why women are be, have become so aggressive because, because you have to understand we are men of 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 the present. Uh-huh. So a lot of times we, if we say something, this is how we feel at this at the moment. Time. <laughs> yes, it doesn't mean that in a month I'm going to feel exactly the same 
Mm. Now, what is that? I mean, let's let's back up a little bit before everyone starts giving me the middle finger. <laughs> um, and, you know, because then they're like, well, you said you love me, or you said, you know, well, yeah, I said it that moment. It doesn't mean that I love you forever until I die. I love you this moment. It doesn't mean I love you. Let, let me rephrase it. Rephrase it, damn it! <laughs> well, ne- listen, never, never, in the middle of making love, you should never say I love you because that, that's when you're the most... Listen, that's when you're signing over the checkbook. No, if a guy, if, if, if anybody's telling you that they love you right when they're about to freaking hit the moon, you gotta take that from where it comes from. I mean, hello, but, you know, yeah, yeah. let's let's remove that. That'll give you, and I'll take back my hissing, but... You can't say, see, I don't like that. You don't say what you don't mean. So I would never tell somebody I love them. Now, it's like saying I'm hungry. Okay, well, you're not always hungry. You're hungry now. Right. You're not hungry in four hours. And so you can't, sometimes you like a turquoise and sometimes you like a little bit of purple. I don't know. I mean, not everything that you say has to be permanent. We evolve. And with time, things change. Feelings change. Things change. What I always say, hmm. everything should be sort of contractual. Again, business. You sit down and you have a conversation and you discuss on a weekly basis. Uh, and I, and what my podcast, I, I discuss this. I, you know, I really believe in that. Whereby you have a board of director meeting and, <laughs> and the board of directors, you and your wife. And you can do it once a month or once a week. Whatever you feel is necessary. If there's a lot of shit going on, do it on a weekly basis. And say, you know what, this week, I, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. You wait till Sunday to get it all out. Uh, and then you discuss it, you compromise, you tweak it, and hopefully next week is a little better, and so on and so forth. Just like when you have an employee meeting, you sit down and say, "Okay, this isn't working for us. What are we doing wrong? Why aren't the sales up? Well, you know, you strategize. Why can't we do that with relationships? Why can't we do that with marriages?" And then, and then, uh, my guess, uh, uh, <laughs> she said, "Well, this should be a annual option to renew." <laughs> So you have a contract with an option to renew, which means, you know, I'm not stuck in this forever. Mm-hmm. If, if things are not getting better and, and we're not improving and, and this and that, you know, it sounds cold blooded, but why should you be stuck in a marriage for the rest of your life? Because you vow to be married. And, and so you're both miserable. Uh, and I know plenty of those people. Oh yeah. Still miserable to this day, bitch at each other, but there's both, oh, but they're together for 55 years. Well, hallelujah. Right. You know, no. Right. Right. But that being said, you, you're not allowed to tell somebody you love them and then take it back. I mean, there were shows about that. The nanny with Mr. Sheffield. Know, I, second. I said, look, I mean I love you. I love, I love you, Karen. Uh-huh. Right, but now you're going to take it back, so I'm not going to listen to I'm, you. I'm not taking it back. <laughs> I'm saying no, it, it's on you how you understand that. Right. No, understood. Right. You were being, you were doing a good thing. I mean, right. You know, and, and I love a lot of people. Right. Uh, so it, it is an interesting, it, it really is subject to interpretation. Right. Well, it's. You know, and I've said before, you know, I love you, but not the way you want me to love you. Mm. I've said that before. And that hasn't worked very well. Yeah, that doesn't end too well. Yeah. I... No, it hasn't. It backfired on me. Uh, but I love, but not the way you want me to love you. Right. Well, I think that that a lot of like also like even just earlier today, you know, when we were going back and forth, we were trying to figure this, you know, uh, the whole uh, tech stuff out. 
And I, you know, I messaged you and I said to you, thank you so much for being, you know, patient with me. Um, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, we went back and forth so much and you were like, no, you know, no need to apologize, you know, no need to say anything. And like, I am not a proponent of that because the truth of the matter is, is that you could have been an asshole about it and you could have been like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I don't have time to do this. I agreed to do your show and at eight o'clock tonight, I'll talk to you. Then you figure out what you need to figure out. So, you know, you could have done that. So I appreciated the fact that you didn't treat me that way. Not that it was okay for you to have treated me that way, but I, I appreciate it. So I thanked you for it. And, and your response was no need to thank me. And, you know, I think that if the world functioned more in that give and take type of way, that people would have a much better, um, you know, quality of life. Because the truth of the matter is, is that maybe you did want to kill me a little bit. And maybe the fact that I thanked you for that made you, that's okay. And you know what? To know me is to love me. And I, I know I'm a pain in the ass. I, I self-proclaimed. I, I know it for a fact. But at the same token, I appreciate it. I get it, it though. I get it. It's, it. This shit happens. Right. And why would I be short at the end of the day? I mean, it makes no sense. Beca- it wouldn't have helped anything. No, Absolutely but, nothing. But, that's, but the problem is, is that I don't feel that there's a common respect anymore for one another. And I think that that's a huge issue in the world right now because... If I respect your time and you respect my time, now we're going to have valuable time. If you don't respect my time, I have a friend of mine that, I I mean, I'll get like, it's like, okay, we'll go in here at seven o'clock tonight. And then at like all day long, I'm like, uh, what's going on? Uh, Hold on. Uh, What's going on? Seven o'clock. I'm like, all right, where are you? Oh, I got caught up. Uh, I'll, you know, I'm I'm running late. It's going to be like eight o'clock now. So did you not know you were going to be late at whatever time that you couldn't have told me that like my time is valuable too that's inconsiderate don't be inconsiderate you know and people are selfish and they're inconsiderate and so that's what i have seen in in the world a lot because everybody is worried about me meaning themselves not me as a a human but everybody's worried about themselves you know what well i'm just gonna take care of me Everybody's looking to, you know, go, fuck me, and so screw it. I'm going to worry about me, and that's all that matters. Yeah, one of my good character traits is always this. I never wanted to, one of those, I'm very sensitive about making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. Uh, and, and, you know, whether it's a waiter serving you, and, and me you're too. like, what the fuck is that? You know, yep. I've had, I had a friend who would purposely do this to embarrass the shit yep. out of me. And uh, we were in college, and he constantly would, and, you know, just demean the waiter. And I'd get up and like, you know, screw you. Uh, you know, I can't talk. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, it's like, <laughs> so, and the funny thing is, isn't that funny how this works? My kids are all the same. They all feel that same sensitivity of making somebody, that uh, making somebody uncomfortable puts me in a real uncomfortable situation. Now, what does that mean? Am I a pushover? No. No. Not at all. But I'm also not a, a, a guy who's going to be an arrogant asshole and, uh, and uh, you just just be nice, man. Just like Ellen DeGeneres, just be kind to one another. For God's sake, it's so much better. It's so much easier, and it, it just it feels better. You I get more it. bees yeah. with honey, right? You know. So yeah. it, it's and a lot of people they don't they don't get that. And I always say, you know, lead with kindness because you never know what someone else is going through. 
Um, you this know. This hurt me in the past, and I'll explain to you. And, and referring back to women, okay. Um, even growing up, I was always so nice and generous, and I was always so kind. I was always lovey-dovey, and a lot of times that translated because maybe they didn't get the affection from their father, their their family. This guy really loves me. Yeah. And even though I wasn't saying I love you, I was my showing love. Were showing that you were showing and then love. All of a sudden, when things didn't happen, like hold on a second, what the fuck happened? Right. You know, I thought you were so into me. I'm like, I mean, I, I guess I, I mean. You caught me. I was into you at that moment. <laughs> you know, I was into you, but it doesn't have to. I mean, my kindness sometimes is translated, yes. and it and it has hurt. Yeah. And and again, it's part of my growing uh, and understanding better. On my actions have consequences. Right. Even though I can say, I can say, and I've said in the past, you know, I don't love you. I I've, I've been straightforward with women in the past. You know, growing up, before I was married, uh, after married, I and, and you can say whatever you want. Their interpretation is in your body language and, and how you uh, and, and what you do. Because in their brain, they may want to change you. They may hope to change you and, and all that. But I say to women, listen to what we're saying. I know this sounds horrible, more so than what we're doing, as far as affection is concerned. Mm. Actions speak louder than words in a general state, and I agree. Okay. Because they do. Okay. Actions speak louder than words. That's undeniable and unquestionable. Okay. But if we're saying, if we're saying, I am not in love with you, and I never will be, without being mean. Okay. Listen when we're saying that, because we're saying it because you're not listening. Mm. That's so. Even though I may be generous and I may be holding your hand throughout the movies, I may be caressing you. You know. I don't love you the way you want to be loved. So then, now there's a question. So then, why are you? So why are you sharing company with that person then? Because it, it passes the time. I mean, come on, you can't just share company with the only people that you're in love with. I mean, that would be crazy. No, I understand that. But let's say, for argument's sake, that you've been sharing company with someone for a year or better in that in that manner. What like what does that mean? So like you know there are maybe 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 for that year it's comfortable, maybe it's convenient. But as long as this, the way I look at things, and I think is as long as you're straightforward with the person, one hundred percent straightforward and say, listen, these are my intentions with you. This is what I'm doing now. Now you know I have I'm an open book. Now it's up to you whether you are willing to jump on this wagon or this boat or this whatever. Or, or jump off and run the opposite direction. I've given you, the, you know, what I'm doing, exactly what I'm doing. Why can't you understand it like that? A lot of times they'll say yes, 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 yes. Boom. Hoping that they change you. Then right. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know. Uh, and <laughs> right. So, so, so okay. in other words, you're, you, you're never going to feel more than what you're feeling for that person is what you're saying. It can't evolve. You just said 10 minutes ago that I could love you now and not love you. I could change three days from now, five days listen, from now. Listen, listen, listen. I, if somebody says to you, I know in my heart of hearts I can never fall in love with you or love you. I can never love you the way you want to be loved. Mm, that's different, yeah. That, that's very different. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much you know it. Now, you've known men that, who wanted you to love them, and you know in your hearts, no matter what they do, how nice they are, there's never going to be an opportunity that you're going to love them that way, that they want to be loved. Right. Correct? Yes, but I well, don't... That's what I mean. 
but then I'm not snuggling with them and holding their hand in a movie. Well, I'm on the other difference. side of the table hoping so that they don't so touch me. So what's the difference, Karen, with a one-night stand that, that people go out and, and, and get laid immediately? That's why. They need that gratification. What if you don't want that one-night stand and you want the, the affection but without the whole lovey-dovey and all that stuff? Right. You still want the affection and caressing. Everyone wants whatever they want out of it. Yeah. Now, you know, as long as the intentions are uh, transparent, nah. is what I say. Anyone has different, uh, 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 gosh, fetishes. Everyone's got their thing. But the key is, tell me what it is. Right. That way I decide whether I want in or out. Listen, I say that all the time. I say I'm a big girl. You know, let me let me know what I'm up against. Once I know what I'm dealing with, I can handle it. But I need to know what I'm dealing with. Now, here's my question to you. Do you feel most men are transparent? No. No? Well, there you go. So there's think, where the problem I think, is. I think I am one of the rarities of transparency. I do. Uh, not not it may be good or bad, whatever. I don't think most men, but because most men aren't as verbal. Most men, not because they have That's malicious true. intentions. Right. Because they don't know how to communicate properly. So they don't even know what they're saying, what they're feeling. Yeah. Maybe they're not self-analytical. That's true. Uh, they're, just, they're just going through the woods in, uh, in, like like animals, just acting on instinct. I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. Yep. I'm horny, I'm going to get laid. Yep. You know? <laughs> yep. And so uh, I think the more conscious you are, General. Right. Because, like I said, collateral damage that that, that happens uh, is, is huge. Right. And that, but I mean, that comes with age. You know, I mean, I can't expect a twenty-year-old. You know, you think my son's thinking like that? He's nineteen. No matter how many times I plant seeds in his brain, you know, the shit he does as far as <laughs> with women. I'm like, come on. Right. Well, you know, and but, but you got to learn. So if you're listening, Alessandro, if you're listening out there, Alessandro Junior, <laughs> you know, you listen to your dad. Yeah. Trust me. Well, you know, you lead by example, right? You know, they, they do get that in the long run. They do understand that. You can, I mean, you plant the seeds, but then when they see you living that organically, they certainly, um, you know, I, I think that it, it does send the lesson um, home. You guys are listening to... And, and, and let, me, let, let me give a caveat real quick. Yep. I am no expert. I'm just, I'm talking at the mind of this man. I'm not saying what I'm saying is the rule, it's true. This, it's that. I'm just giving you my my point of view, my opinion, and that's why you have me. Yep. Uh, not because I am the rule or the exception or anything else. I'm just giving you my point of view. And you know, again, my intentions are always benevolent. I'm never malicious. However, I hurt without uh, because of my uh, unconsciousness. Yeah. Uh, and and because of that, uh, I I I've hurt plenty. Trust me. Right. And so I'm a lot more conscious of my actions. Because of that. And so my actions now, I think twice. Instead of just being spontaneous, I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, this happened to me 15 times, and I know what's going to happen, and I know how, wh where it will lead me to, and do I want to go this route? So right. now I think about it, you know? And just make a better choice, and that's all. No doubt. Well, you are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com, and we are also live in my face group, uh, Facebook live group um, and I'm we're talking with Alessandro uh, mind of a man and um, this is our first like face-to-face -face on remote 
uh, you know, uh, whatever you want to call this interview uh, show, yes, show, uh, and, and everything else. And, um, so what you had told me a little bit about the fact that you speak to, um, women all over. Now you mostly speak to women. You don't speak to men. Don't speak to, I mean, I speak to men all the time, but not counsel them. Not counsel them. They, they don't seek my. They don't seek my counseling. <laughs> they don't seek my opinions. No. Gotcha. Uh, but I, I do speak to women. Yeah. And now you said that you speak to women all. Or you have people in Europe all over the world that you speak oh to. Oh my gosh, I, I have uh, absolutely. I'll, even Uganda. I mean, Africa. So, uh, tell me what, like, okay, give me like the top three things. Um, that that women talk to you about, and actually, my my first question would be: Would those three things run true no matter what country, or does it vary depending on their geographical location? And, and this is why I'm doing my podcast to show the differences of how uh, the diversity of your culture has on 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 how you think about things. Uh, but for the most part. If I had to generalize one thing, most women are, the older women get and the more scared they are to A, being stuck alone, and B, uh, jumping into something and getting hurt because it's almost like they've been hurt before. Right. And they can't handle another heartache. Right. And and so every one, I say, every woman has a threshold of of how much pain they can take. Yeah. And, And it's hard for me to tell them, you know, my my first instinct and mentality is always like you know how can you not go for it you know especially at our age how can you not and then what live with that whole regret of my god maybe it would have been right the, the whole fairy tale right at least if you went through it and did it and it didn't work out you know that that shit didn't work right and and you're not living with that oh my god I yep. up, I, up, I believe that I would hate that and that's so I believe I that am an advocate of that first and foremost I push but again I can't speak for them I can just speak for right you know, just look don't don't miss opportunities right uh, and, and if you get hurt that's part of life right we're hungry we're hot we're cold we're tired with it I mean that's part of living or else we flatline you flatline we're dead right I'd rather I'd rather be going up and down on my heart monitor you know and and that's part and, and heartache is part of it. heartbreak is part of it well uh, and so I question it and I think that what happens is, you know, my father told me, I remember when I was younger and, and I was in cosmetology school and, you know, I was always very hard on myself and I was in a salon and I didn't have guidance there. And I remember I was using the buzzer. I didn't really know what the hell I was doing and I cut somebody. So, I mean, not bad, but, you know, I nicked them and they were bleeding a little bit. And I was like mortified that I did this, right? First of all, that I made a mistake. And second of all, that like I made somebody bleed, Right. So I'm like beside myself. And my father goes, Karen, you're going to make mistakes. The, 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 the trick is to learn from those mistakes so that if you make the mistake again, you can fix it. Or you're not going to make that mistake again. So now that we are starting anew, if you will, right? Hopefully we don't make the same mistake. So yeah, go for it. You know, I'm the idiot that jumps head first in. But... If I'm jumping head first in, I know that there's something on the other end that's going to prevent me from breaking my head because I'm smart enough 
to know that when I jump head in, that there's something on the other side, right? So the, the whole key is that yes, no one wants their heart broken, but I think that the, the more you go through things, the more tools you, God willing, the more tools you gather as you go through them. So now those red flags come up faster, you know, you, you they have to register, and you're shaking your head no? You don't think those red... Yes, no, no, I, I'm, in, I'm sorry. This is a hell yeah. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure what that was. I said, uh-oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going bad, but... No, 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 no. So my... But you need a you need a date. You need to get out there. You need to move. The yeah. more you date, the more you have the heartache. The more you do this, and and you know, I have uh, uh, women that I speak with who are who've been married 26, 30 years. Yeah. Who are just now terrorized, petrified. In this dating world. Right. Petrified. They don't yep. have a clue where to start. Yep. They can't read men. In other words, they have a hard time being intuitive and reading men. Right. Uh, does he like? Well, why? You know. So right, because we meet this guy that wants to go to the movies with us, that wants to snuggle with us, that wants to love us for the moment that he's with us, and then we're like, wait a minute, does he like me? He doesn't like me? Yeah, and then, and then when he does that, and he doesn't you know, make a move, then they're like, well, why is he trying to sleep with me? Right. Well, why isn't he making, you know, he doesn't like me because he's right. trying to sleep with me? It's unbelievable. So really, right. You're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. They are. Uh, attention you know I mean I talk a lot and I don't know so like when you I mean I don't know if you know like the online dating scene um, and such I'm not, I'm not very familiar with it mm -hmm. I, I've, uh, I had an experience but no I'm, I can't say I'm very familiar I had one experience but <laughs> I'd rather not share but no I no well you know it's just in this um, in this day and age, you know, everything is about, you know, swiping left and swiping right, right? And everybody is disposable. So, you know, it's like, oh, okay, like you just said, uh, go out on a lot of dates, you know, gain the experience. You know, some people aren't that way. Some people don't want to date various different people. Um, Karen, people don't know what they want. That's they true. That's why women in Match.com, they, they put on their menu, I want a man who's six foot three, I want Right. Uh, next thing you know, they fall in love with a blonde guy who's five foot eight. That's right. And they're like, "What the fuck happened?" Right. This is all again. Why? Because there's chemistry. Right. And the chemistry. You think that you have this ideal person, and so your endorphins, everything, just right. You know, mixes when you see this guy who, you know, my ex girlfriend used to say to me, "I've never in my life," and she, you know, she said, she said a thousand, maybe not a million, a million times. You know, she always uh, liked the typical tall, blah blah. I'm five foot ten. Uh, you know, I, I consider myself average. <laughs> Maybe the state's a little below average. Um, and she goes, I've never thought I'd be with a short, muscular Italian man. Uh, and I'm like, wow, you know, and, and, she, and it was funny to me. I, you know, for me, I'm happy with what I am. I, I mean, I'm comfortable with whatever I've got. <laughs> and, uh, but 
she kept saying that because in her brain she always thought she'd be with someone else but we had chemistry and it worked and, you know and uh at least for the moment and uh you know but she it's not what she idealized that's her ideal mate if you were to write it down on pencil and paper and so right. that's why a lot of times you on match.com you, you're picking and selecting and, and, and doing all that you know my, my advice is simple on, on online dating because these women have asked me you know have, you know, and i say you know try everything you know i know i've heard of horrible experiences however i would start baby steps on online dating sure does this picture attract you great Next, start with the texting. Are they compatible texting? Great. Next, get on the phone. Right. Start talking on the phone, seeing if you can speak with each other and it, it flows well. Right. Only then, only then, go to have coffee, not dinner, not nothing. Coffee is quick. Coffee, if you guys hit it off, you're going to have three coffees and meet up for four hours and, and, and talk for six hours. Uh, but, if, but if it's not, if, if it doesn't flow, you're out of there in 10 minutes. You'll know right away if there's some, some sort of connection. And then you can, you know, go to dinner after that, and, you know, on another date. Right, but they That's say they say that you should go out for drinks because if you don't look like your profile picture, you have to buy drinks until you do. <laughs> I've heard nightmare stories, and I always wondered why would somebody put something on there that when a man sees you, they're disappointed. I can't I think the opposite. Make me like pleasantly surprised. Right. Not like whoa. Right. Know? I, you know what? And we, we talked about this. Um, we talked about this again. I've spoken about this a lot on my show and I say the same thing. Like why perpetrate the fraud? If you're, if your intention is to physically meet, there are a lot of people online that their intention is not to physically meet. There Stop is right there. And you're absolutely right. And those people, they're justified. Make themselves look pretty as hell. You know why? They need an emotional, that they need that emotional gap that they have. They need it. So they get it from the responses and so forth. With never the intention of meeting, well then go for it. Get what you need to get off it. But if you're going to meet somebody, please, you're doing yourself a disservice. Right. Exactly. But that was, and, and I just never understood that part. You know, and there are people online that literally are just looking for like a pen pal or like phone sex or whatever. And, and I'm, I mean, you don't know how fucked up the world is until you're single again. Uh, in your later stages I know, of life. I've heard, I've heard. I mean, I know, I know. I am. I mean, I, I hear these women who are, they're just like, my God, you know. I wish, honestly, maybe, I, Karen, maybe you and I will start dating service to match people. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I feel like there's not enough good quality men. And because I speak to women, and I speak to a lot of women, and I see these beautiful women, not just aesthetically, but uh, intellectually, Inside. spiritually. Yep. And, and they have so much to contribute, and they're alone. And yeah. they, they're, they're raising little kids all by themselves. And uh, I'm like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Where, where are all the boys at? Yeah, well, there are too yeah. many boys. There are no men. That's, that's, the, yeah. that's the thing. You know, it, and again, it, it doesn't coincide because this is not the millennials that we're talking about right now. We're talking about our generation. We're talking about people that were raised to be stand-up people, right? You're a man. Get up. Go do this. You're a woman. Da -da 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 -da. You know, we were raised in that some of us have that yabba-dabba-doo thing going on. I mean, just as simple as, as paying the bill. I can't imagine going on a date and splitting 50-50. Right. I don't give a shit if you're my female friend. Right. It's the met what now now why is that? I, 
that is without a doubt upbringing. Right. Now, it's not about who has more money. Right. It's about, hey, I, for some reason, I, I, I can't imagine a woman paying for me. <laughs> so, and that's the funny thing. And I had somebody on my show. Um, I think you and I discussed so this. So, if you ain't got the money, don't go out. That's it. But we we talked about this, you and I, briefly. I had somebody on the show, and he does date, gives dating, um, you know, tips or whatever. You know, he does dating stuff. And he said, like, the opposite. You know, he said everything should be, you know, 50-50. And, you know, the, the guy shouldn't have to plan the date. The guy he, shouldn't... He claims to be an expert? He he does. He says that you know that was. And again, it. Listen, I listened to what he had to say. I I felt a lot of the things he said brought a lot of um. It, it brought a lot of things for me to think about. But in the core, we differed, right? Because the same way that you have that look on your face right now, like, are you fucking kidding me right now? That and you and I had this conversation, I think, because I think it was around yeah, that time. I and I said the same thing. So like-minded people find each other because, you know, if, if it doesn't have to do with how much money you have. It has to no, do with that that's just what, that's what you're accustomed to or whatever. Listen, we're the hunters and you're the gatherers and that's just the, the way it is. Right. And I generally, genetically speaking. And so I am going to offer you uh, the meal that I, you know, bought, created. Right. And, uh, and just the same way that, you know what, I don't want to be the guy. You drive. I don't want to drive. You be the guy. You drive. I, you know, I, I don't want to do that. Most of us women nowadays where we are in this world, we are the, we are the, the male and the, 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 the we do both, right? The hermaphrodites. Right. We do both, right? So why do I need to be with a man that's less of a man than I am? I don't right. want to be the man. You well, hope... Right. women say, you know, what do I need a man for? I make my own money. I got this. Right. You know, I have a perfect little bullet at home. That's it. So I can take care of myself. So right. what do I need a man for? Right. Deal with this bullshit. Right. And that's why the world is in the place that it is, which is why we're all upside down because it's very true. But you know what? The truth of the matter is, is that, you know, look, you could have all the batteries in the world and I say it all the time and I did shows about this too. I had sex shows. I've done them all. And you know what? We can all, three minutes, I'm good to go. I can go to sleep. I'm happy. But you know what? I'm missing a lot more, you know? So yeah, physically you're fine. But, you know, the endorphins, uh, you know, the, all of those things, even removing the... the, the you the, can't cuddle with it. You need to cuddle. Even removing the cuddling. Let's just even take it away from that. We can remove the cuddling. Just the actual energy, okay? Yeah. See, I thrive off of men. I really do. And that probably sounds really crazy like to hear, but my energy just is compatible with men. I, I love, I've met a lot of amazing women over these past couple of years um, that I, I think are, are amazing and they're very supportive and I'm very grateful. But my, I migrate to men. I just need that I testosterone. Like that. Yeah, they just get along better. I, I need that. Yes, I need that testosterone. I need to be near that. And when I am not, it's like my soul is not being fed. So I need that. And and I, but you know, a lot of times you got to keep yourself away from that because 
I don't need that wishy-washy bullshit. I need the real stuff. I need testosterone, not, you know, estrogen. So if you're a, a, a woman's man, you could stay where you are. So I think that, you know, that's been the problem is that, you know, there's a blurred, I keep saying this all the time, there's a blurred line and people don't know their roles anymore. So we have to find like-minded people because if I am of that nature that I say, oh yeah, I don't want you, you know, I'll pay for my day, I'll go myself, I'll do it. And you're going to be like, I don't, I don't, why? I don't, then I don't need that. Let, I'll go out with somebody else that, you know, I work better with that I'm more compatible with. So I think that that's the issue is that we have to find what we're compatible with. And I think that's law of attraction. So what we put out should be what we get back. So when you and I had this conversation and you like, your face is done. You're like, I don't even want to talk about this anymore because it's a done, it's a dead issue. And I felt the same way. And a lot of people that were watching the show that night went the same way and they lost him at that particular time and I tried to pull them back well, I mean, if anyone, if anyone who, who, who predicates on having any expertise in women why hasn't he done some sort of a survey to say to ask women do you like going 50-50 on a date do you I mean I mean I, I don't think I we're gonna get a 50-50 90-10. You know what? We have people watching. Favorite. You know what? That's a good. Let's let's put that out there. We're gonna put that survey, and I, I will. I'll try to follow it up on on I Facebook. I you, I, I would be shocked, and I I would actually I would apologize to the viewers and say shit. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So here's the so the question is for those of you that are tuned in right now and, and watching, and if you're tuned in on the radio, jump on the feed because I need to know the answer to this. How many women out there? Do not want to be taken out, right? Would that be the right? Or would prefer to go Dutch on a dinner date? Sorry, would be pre preferred to go Dutch on a dinner. See, I don't. Or I don't say anything correctly. Uh, how many women out there would prefer to go Dutch on a dinner date? That's the question. And, and, and there's no way, you know. I'd say the majority of women, you know, I understand the whole, you know, we get it, you know, the equality, but you know, we're men. We, and so we want to take care of you. We want to please you. We want to go out. We want to show and, you. We and you know what? Lead but, the way. We lead the way. Right, but but guess what? That's not what's out there right now. No one wants to take care of you. People will tell you straight I'll, up, I'll I don't want to take care of you. I'll be single for a long time until I figure it out. Well, I meant on my end of things as a woman, I don't, I have yet to meet a man that says that. They, men don't say that. They don't want to take care of you. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, you haven't? I mean, I had a death in the family. I didn't even get, like, my condolences. So, you know, this is how, um, you know, that how people can be because everybody is very selfish. Um, you know, it. look, to me, not for nothing, it's very easy to pay the bill. Well, I mean, for most women, it's very easy to pay the no, bill. No, I didn't mean... I didn't mean me personally. I meant as a man. That's the easiest thing. Most men, they don't care. They'll pay the bill, but they won't, they're not looking to take care of you. They're looking to take care of you for that night, maybe, but they're not looking to take care of you. So the bill is the easy part. You know, oh, okay, I'll pay the bill. You know, I get laid. You know, it's all good. You know, it, it, it's it's worth the money. You know, I was, you pay one way or another, right? Well, that's what I just said, right? That's it. I mean, and, and it's disgusting if you think about it. 
And that's you what know, men will can, say. Look, we can look, I can play devil's advocate and I can, I can work and advocate both sides of the field, but, uh, I can, but obviously how I feel is how I feel. Right. No one's going to change that. I mean, I don't care if he's the, a PhD in Harvard uh, explaining to me that everyone, you know, I'm sorry, not, not in my world, not the women I'm going to take out. Right. So, you know, and that's why I think that it, like I said, it all goes back to chemistry. It all goes back to, you know, upbringing. You can't feel, look, it's just like not everybody, look at the world now, how divided everybody is, right? Democrats, Republicans. I mean, you say Democrat, you say Republican, forget about it. Everybody goes into a crazy uproar. Me, like we said in the beginning of the the conversation, we can agree to disagree. I have one belief, for instance, my father is on the other side of, of what I believe. Okay, does that mean, I love my father, he's my best friend. Of course. So of course. I don't, so you know what, we can agree to disagree and he raised me. So, you know, but at the same token, it's like fundamentally, you can't be with somebody that thinks the way you think and then be with somebody that wants to go Dutch or whatever. Because it's just, it's not about the money. It's just about the whole principle of the entire situation. So that's the issue is that. Well, mind you, mind you, what I, what I do advise women, if you do want to shock just your average man and that he always pays, you want to, even at the beginning, to show that you have really a lot of interest. And I advise them to do this. If you're on the second, third day, you know he's going to pay, right? Get you up, go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom pay and you pay the bill before the check comes. Even if it's anonymous. Surprise yep. them authentically. Surprise yep. them. And then the guy's going to be like, she likes me. Yep. That's a given. Yeah. Um, and it feels good. You know, it's happened to me maybe, I don't know, twice in my life. Uh, but I advocate it uh, for people who, who are, are yep. starting to date and, 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 you know, show the man that, you know. It's appreciation. You're not going to take the bill in front of them. The, Correct. When the, when the waiter comes, it's not gonna happen. I'm no. gonna yank it out of your hand. Right. <laughs> Agreed. And I, I talk, and it's funny that you say that because I did talk about that on the show as well. I have said that, and I've told women that that is the the way to do it because you have to do it. You know, when you go to the bathroom or whatever, and they don't, they're none the wiser because if not, it becomes an issue at the table because then it's just, you're making the gesture, but you didn't really mean it. So you shut your mouth, you go do your thing, you hand them the card, you go pee, you come back, you grab the card, you sit down, then they ask, we need to get the check before we go. You you keep your mouth shut and they're asking for the thing and they say you're taken care of and then you quietly walk out so that you don't get yelled at in the process. But that's what yeah. you—that's what you do to show a, a, some type of appreciation. I would definitely agree with that. Just once, that's it. Just once, you know, and that's it, and, and, and it works. Well, you know what? I mean, so I have uh, one person, and it's actually my aunt that um, is saying no fifty-fifty. I love to be taken out. So there you go, and that's from the uh, that—that's that's the Bible right there. So um, you there know. You go. Yeah, we. I'm waiting. Well, I guess I as people watch our. Ask your, aunt, ask your aunt if she's single. Yes, actually, she is. She actually is. Well, please, I'll half take, of the. I'll take her out to dinner. You I'll haven't seen, and she's in Florida too. Oh boy, I put my foot in my mouth. You now. better watch yourself. You're gonna be in trouble. Yes, no, but it. And I gotta tell you, there's a lot of women on this feed that all I see is he's so handsome. He's so handsome. Oh, but you're not saying any of that part, are you? I just said it. 
okay. Should I have interrupted you every time? I'm sorry. Alessandro, someone just said you were handsome. I didn't want your head to get too big. I wanted to make oh, sure God. you fit on the screen properly. <laughs> you told me I was making you blush when I first started, so I'm trying to be, I was yeah, trying to behave. Did I do good? I think I did good. I behaved. Um, but you know what? I want to also let people know that we were talking about maybe like once a month or something, you coming on the show and us like hashing out some of our um, dating. But, but you know what? I also, I think uh, if you have uh, your audience input, send you questions, yep. whether it's verbal or, or text you uh, of their situations that they want to know on, on my perspective of. Uh, I think that would be helpful to get a little more audience interaction. Yep. Um, or else we're going to repeat ourselves. Yes. Well, what we we would like to do is um, I, you know, I have my email, um, which, I mean, I have a couple of emails, but uh, KarenStacy at MiamiMikeRadio.com or Karen at KarenStacy.com, you know, or... Or me, uh, MenThinkDifferently at Gmail.com. There you go. And then... And then also on Facebook, a messenger um, and everything else. And we can get something together. We, we can get maybe a list of uh, questions and, and we, you and I can go back and forth. I mean, it's good to have a guy on the other end because as you can tell, I'm kind of sort of opinionated about stuff. So I'm all woman. Um, so it's, it's nice to not have like a bitch fest as some guys would call it. So I like to have the balance because, um, you know, we don't learn anything if we just talk. So we need to have that balance. So my aunt thinks that you're handsome and that you're a good catch. So you might be in trouble and need um, to to come through on that. I'm just saying. You you gave out your (laughs) email. She might be after you. (laughs) Um, But we want to do this um, maybe once a a month. I know it's a long time. We've been on for almost two hours now. So I think some of our listeners have um, probably gotten tired. But um, we will share this. Um, let's let everybody know how they can find you. Um, okay. They can find me, uh, obviously, uh, on Facebook, uh, under Alessandro Alex, but also under the mind of a man, I have a page there. Uh, and then, um, and you know, and I, I typically, I put inspirational things that, that I think may be interesting. Uh, and then sometimes uh, I have somebody from some, some of my viewers, uh, they have a question, so I, I make sure that they, they I put it anonymously because everyone wants to keep their anonymity for Correct. obvious reasons, you know, and not put their dirty laundry out there in social media. Right. So I respect it, and I, what I do is I copy paste the question, take the name out, and then answer it, and have everyone everyone's feedback as well. Right. And so I and some of the, I've done that two or three times, and it's worked really well because it, it, it she gets not only my perspective but also. Other people's perspective. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Responses. And so, uh, yeah, and it works like that. Right. I like it like that. It's a lot more, uh, again, you and I are the same. I don't want to be scripted. I don't want I don't want to have a, a, a list of things that I need to, you know, I want to add live it. I want to be me and, and to discuss the things that are, are of interest, not only to me and you, but to the people who are listening. And if we can be of any help, that's why, you know, it's good for them to send us questions that yep. we can answer. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and again, it's about helping and, and, and opening the channels of, of communication between men and women. Well, and I always the say that. The world. That's right. I always say that, you know, I hope that this show 
will always give somebody a different perspective and to look at something differently because you know again we can agree to disagree but you know those things are always in the back of your mind like oh wait a second you know what maybe I remember hearing that and, and you keep it in the back of your head and you know when the uh, the situation arises you have that little data bank that says hmm maybe this is what that was referring to and and hopefully right. you know it, it will help you um, you yeah. know that's that's the goal now what about your podcast they can find you on Spotify, on Spotify right the mind of a man they can find me on Spotify and iTunes and, and six other platforms which I don't even know anchor uh, you know I would love to. You know? Thank you. I know, but but this but I had the hand I had the wheel this time. You would have the wheel that time. Okay, fair enough. Right? Fair enough. <laughs> sure. sure. If you want me. right here though not not over there where sure. <laughs> you right. having wine yeah, across the, the world isn't isn't as much fun but yes we could certainly uh do that and and hopefully our listeners will be uh welcoming you welcoming you back with open arms um so. my aunt said that she's too old so um she thinks you're a good catch but she's I, too old I enjoy the company. She's, and, and I hope I didn't offend anybody you're in a safe place because um, I usually say the wrong thing or it gets misconstrued and and on this you, know, you can't say the wrong thing I mean if, if you don't mean anything harmful or right malicious, you can I'm, say whatever the hell you correct. want correct as long as people understand that you're not you're not coming from a right a, a bad place right well, and that's my that's what I was going to say is on this platform most people that do follow the show know that I do not come from a malicious place. So therefore, I if I have a guest that comes from a malicious place, I'm going to put them in their place um, and there's no issue with that. <laughs> and they already know that that would be the case. So I don't have people yeah. on my show that aren't like-minded in that respect. So you're in a safe place. You said nothing wrong. I think you were awesome. Um, you know, there's always so much to talk about, right? We didn't even cover half the stuff I had written down, but, um, it's all good. That's a good thing. Right. That's a good thing. But we, well, we have more to talk about, um, in the later point. So, um, 
I have to let everybody know what's coming up next on Miami Mike Radio. We have a lot of shows on here. So if you want to sign off of Facebook Live, um, you can okay. do that. Um, so you don't have to. Uh, I mean, you can stay with okay. me, but you don't have to, uh, is what I'm trying to say. Well, are you going to be another 15 minutes? No, I'm going to be another few minutes. That's it. I just got to tell okay, everybody well, what to listen I'll, to. I'll, 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 you know, You're staying. Okay. See, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. All right. See, now you'll know all the shows are on Miami Mike Radio. Right. Now you learned how to press the button to listen. Yes. So what kind of music do you like, by the way? Oh, my God. I like all kinds, from Bocelli to country to uh, a little bit of hip-hop. Um, how about freestyle? Because really, this, this, this radio yeah. station is a big freestyle uh, sure. platform. I, I honestly, I like all genres. Yeah. All. Me too. Me too. Well, we have a lot of awesome DJs on the radio station. And actually, some of them are in Florida. So when they have events, um, you might actually even be able to go to them because um, okay. that's in your neck of the woods. Um, okay. So Mondays, sure. yeah, no doubt. Um, I happen to love Florida too. You know, it's actually one of my favorite places. I, I absolutely love Florida. Um, so Mondays we have, um, DJ Luke at 1 PM and then we have Paulie at 6 PM. Uh, Rob Mush is, um, the first Monday of every month. Tuesdays we have, uh, Steve, DJ Simply Nice at 1. And, um, we have me, of course, Real Talk with Karen Stacy every Tuesday at 8 PM. Wednesdays we have the Loyal Listener Show with Hamilton's R and May May. Thursdays, we have The Throwback with Gino Caffarelli from 12 to 2. Uh, then we have Traffic Jam with Michael Anthony at 4. Frankie Mags at 8. Fridays, we have DJ Simply Nice at 8 p.m. 10 p.m. Friday night sessions with Tony Sinopi. Saturdays, The Gazi Show at 8 p.m. And then, of course, Anthony Mangini's um, Saturday Night Dance Party at 10 p.m. And then Sundays, we have Anthony Grimaldi, and we are adding new shows and new DJs all the time. So make sure you check our posts so you know who's coming up live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. So hopefully next week, I have in the works, I think I'm going to be doing a pop-up show someplace. So I think that should be fun for next Tuesday. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Sharing is caring. Uh, please share the video for us. I will put the recorded version on as soon as possible. So thank you again. Love you all. I'm going to sign off from MiamiMikeRadio.com right now. And then I will do Facebook. Good night, guys. Good night.